land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style, right here on this podcast. Because you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. And double your pleasure, double your fun, because right now you get two Hogsmen for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El Numero Uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke. He couldn't make it this episode. He said he'll be here next week. But you are listening to Southern California's Numero Uno Pro Wrestling Theme Podcast. It is June 8th. I think I'm correct on that. Monday, June 8th. You got it. Devin Sparks, we might be sounding a little bit different. Tell the tell the, uh, the, the the listeners why we might be sounding a little bit different. Well, we are back here at uh, at Level Up Studios uh, by ourselves with, uh, with a nice microphone. And if we sound like shit, uh, <laughs> don't blame us. Blame the fact that uh, we, we lost a, a good a good pal of the show. Uh, producer Ted is not, not going to be with the podcast uh, any longer, at least not for the time being. Um, he has moved on to some bigger and better things. He's Greener pastures. Greener pastures. He's got, uh, uh, what is it, National Geographic. He helped do some things with, uh, with Jeff Goldblum uh, and some other things for them. Uh, but he's been doing a lot of stuff. He, he kicked a lot of ass with the podcast uh, after we first launched. Set us up with some social accounts, managed the social accounts, got the YouTube channel running, got the, uh, we did a Facebook Live with him, and he really took the podcast to places that we didn't anticipate it going, especially not that early on. Um, helped, us, helped us sound better in every way, helped us be able to uh, do the podcast during the pandemic. Uh, which is still ongoing. <laughs> it sucks now that we're. I'm, a, I'm glad to be back in Level Up Studios. There's a pandemic. Pandemic still going. There's a pandemic going on. <laughs> That's what's going on. Uh, so yeah, we were able to you know interview wrestlers from LA, uh, from Arizona. We, we had we had Hammerstone on uh, MLW's you know newest biggest contracted star. We had Heather Monroe on. Um, we had so many people on that. Australia, we, Carlo Cannon. Yeah, Carlo Cannon on from Australia. We had so many people on that we just wouldn't be able to do here at the studio, and that was all because of Ted. Um, he he went to school for this stuff. He's a professional, and he he was nice enough to donate all his time to us and help us get this thing up and running. So maybe at some point he'll be back. Uh, for the time being, we got we got Mike and I. <laughs> what I'm gonna say is his internship here, basically, right? Yeah. Wasn't a pay, we weren't paying him. No, it was it was mutually agreed upon. Yeah, his internship here, it's so it looks so good on his goddamn resume. Right, that other podcasts were hitting him up left and right. They were like, whatever they're paying you, we'll fucking <laughs> double it, triple it. He might have fudged the numbers a little yeah. bit, but that's fine, man. Get paid, Ted. We appreciate everything you did for us. And uh, and good luck with everything else, man. Yeah, and for, forget the fact that uh, you know he was working on Jr's podcast and helped out Edge and Christian with theirs before he did ours. Uh, it was all our never uh, heard of them. <laughs> never who they ever who are those be. marks. Yeah, it was all uh, our podcast that uh, you know basically got him to where he was today. But thanks for everything, Ted. If you want to give him a follow online, uh, still a good friend of ours, friend of the show. Follow him on Instagram at Ted Woods. Uh, keep up with what he's doing. Um, right now we've got. 
good friend of mine, uh, Adam Jones, is helping us out. He, he's a little more technically sound than me as far as podcasts go, not in the ring. Uh, Adam did break his collarbone doing a left arm roll uh, during a Davy Richards <laughs> during a Davy Richards uh, <laughs> what am I thinking of? a Davy Richards seminar. So not as technically sound in the ring. A little he's helping us with the computer stuff. How's your shoulder? I mean the metal is still there. <laughs> yeah, so we have uh... he's Lex Luger now. That's awesome. It's a. Uh, it's is it producer Adam or no? It it's not just producer Adam. Adam. Not producer Adam. No, not even. It's not it's just helper Adam. helper Adam. For I'll the time do my here. best to make this sound good, but I can't promise. You, it will not sound like how Ted can make it. Um, but I will pretend to be thankful I for. I can anything. do the Paul Bearer voice if you want when you say Bearer. <laughs> I'm gonna miss that. Damn it. Um, we don't have Hunter here. You wouldn't know anyway. <laughs> we will be missing out on his hot takes today. I could literally just sit here and go, hey. And be like, Hunter's here. <laughs> no one was known. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Hunter is here. Hunter, how was your weekend? Good. I just uh, had some beer and <laughs> learned how to cook a, tor- a tortata. Tostada? <laughs> tortata. All right, tostada. Thanks, uh, Hunter. That was Hunter's hot take. Uh, got back in the ring this weekend, Devin we got, Sparks, we the got, Hogsman. We got back in the ring this weekend. We, uh, we, there was a match. There was a show. At BNS Brewery, uh, BNS, BNS Brewing, BNS Brewing, or Brewing, 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 Brewers, BNS Brewer Ring, uh, BNS Brewery, uh, and it was uh, put on for the healthcare workers level up uh, pro wrestling school. Um, we had a match. It was a match. It's it, you call it that, and you can get away with it. <laughs> it was a match. There was a uh, referee there. There was a a, a bell. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. We all wore, we, it was agreed upon, we'd all be wearing masks, uh, not lucha masks, but like a surgical mask or a, a facial covering. Any uh, kind of face covering. Any kind of face covering that would get the job done. Uh, wow. Have you ever had to wrestle with a, or any, do, do anything kind of anaerobic with a sock in your mouth? That's basically what it was like. Yeah, I, we tried to look cool with bandanas, and then under the bandanas we had surgical masks on. Horrible idea. Horrible idea. Mine got wet at some point in the match and formed just a, a paste over my mouth and did not let any oxygen in. Couldn't breathe whatsoever. Had to take it off. Uh, at one point in the match, I look over at, uh, at Mike here, and he's nearly not kicking out of a, of a move because his mask <laughs> is over his eyes. <laughs> I, I, I took a, a double-team move. We, we wrestled 8-Bit Lit, and that consists of uh, Juan Matatoli and uh, Michael Hopkins. And at one point, I took one of their double-team moves, and my surgical mask ends up over my eyes. So here comes... The, I'm not even paying attention to the referee count, and I'm just trying to fix this thing and put it over my mouth. All of a sudden, I hear the, the two count, and I'm still not even worried about it. And I pull the thing down and I go, oh shit! I see his, out of the corner of my eye, I see referee, his his arm dropping for the third one. And I barely got it up in time. And uh, But you know what? I told Dev after the match, if I would have forgotten, I, I would have been per- perfectly content. <laughs> What's funny is, if you go to Mike's Instagram, uh, I don't know if it was a story today or just a regular post. Somehow there were salvageable clips from... <laughs> 
from the match. I am good. I'm good at editing on <laughs> you, Instagram. Yeah, you're the Ted Woods of video editing for Instagram. It was uh, there was like four different little spots in there that looked like you could you could almost convince someone it was entertaining. Almost. Yeah, I I I would that, that was what I was aiming for, and uh, I feel like I did a good job. So if that's wrestling moving forward, and we're uh, having to wear a surgical mask or something of the kind. Is this is this in your? Are you a wrestler? T- six months from now, I'll give you two minutes. I'll give you two minutes. Because mm-hmm. man, that was uh, that was insane, man. And, and it was like it just felt like you had things all over your face, and at points you were blind. You got blinded, mm-hmm. and you kicked me in the stomach, and you mm-hmm. gave me a stunner. You gave him a stunner, which resulted in us losing. No, but it, here's the thing: I was not the legal man when I got pinned. Yeah. So technically. Which I noticed after I rewatched the match. Yeah. So we're somehow, fine. it should not be have been a pinfall. The referee messed up. We need to run it back. So the ma- the mask, his mask, probably got in his eyes. Probably got in his eyes. Probably got in his eyes. But, That's what I'm thinking. But it was good to get back in the ring at least and kind of put on a, a professional wrestling match. Uh, that was a long day for me at least. Uh, I had to attend a funeral for a friend of mine that passed away, a high school friend. And uh, then I had to run down, that was up in Ramona where I'm from, and then I had to run down and, and do a match down in Santee. And then also, Devin hit me up earlier that day, and he goes, hey, there's a, uh, a procession? Like a, 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 yeah, like a caravan. This it was is, a, Ted was there. Ted was there part of this. Oh, was he? It was mm-hmm. a protest, but it was done in vehicle uh, cars. Yeah. And you told me they were moving at like funeral procession funeral speed. Funeral procession speed, supposed to be, yeah. And I was like, well... If that's what happens, that's what happens. If we get, you know, blocked off or, you know, whatever. If we can't make the show, at least we tried to make the show. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, a funny story is uh, my wife, a friend of hers, did that. She did oh, yeah. the, the protest pr- procession, I guess we call it. No, just, I don't know. Moving car- It was a caravan. Anyways, it, a caravan. it turns out they... They didn't. They didn't like the experience. Yeah, they said it was like sitting in traffic. Mm-hmm. No kidding. For yeah. X amount of time, and it was like, yeah, that's what you signed up for. You're moving at a very slow pace. You signed up for traffic. And by the way, <clears throat> shout out to all you cats that are protesting. Exercise your rights. Uh, but I'm not going to go sit in traffic. Ted, now, so I talked to Ted about it, and he said that it was. He said it was good. It was just a little maybe poorly run when they were really. He said just getting out of the parking lot was a nightmare but the actual concept behind it was cool because it was like you it was all over the county and it was um there's different parts that you would stop at mm-hmm. and say something or chant something or it was different it, was, mm-hmm. it varied from place to place but it was all places where like uh you know a black person was killed by a cop getting arrested or something like that so it was all like within san diego county all these injustices that have taken place where mm-hmm. it'd be you know you're going to remember or pay respects to this person that happened at this point in time and going around so it's pretty interesting huh i didn't know that i didn't know that was part of the uh yeah I, the caravan i thought was a weird idea anyway i'm like dude this was scared me i'm like if they can shut down the freeways on foot and you've got all these people in cars yeah you know procession speeds and i saw a couple of them when we were going to the show but there were i don't think i think it was probably just impossible to do that on the freeway because they were going still 60 but they all had their flashers on yeah 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 doing well. Um, it seems like, so, this is, it's been about a week, right? The, the whole, uh... Maybe two weeks. Protesting and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe a little more. Obviously, last weekend, 
little bit more heated, <clears throat> a lot more uh, opportunist, uh, taking advantage of the situation and, you know, looting, rioting. Haven't heard uh, about that in a little bit, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I... So, <clears throat> and by the way, like, you know, like I said, I, I'm fine with protesting. That's great. I think it's, it's great to peacefully protest. Um, I, you know, I'm not okay with people destroying stuff, but everybody has different opinions on that kind of stuff. But you, uh, you see a lot more lately of more of the peaceful protests. Um, actually, after I left the show um, on Saturday night, I saw a little protest in Santee, mm-hmm. little protest in PB, all this kind of stuff. Seems a lot like a lot more peaceful protests are happening. Well, that, that's great, man. I, you know, I, I respect that. And if, if you feel you want to exercise your right to go do that stuff, go do it by all means. I think outside of La Mesa, um, they've been pretty peaceful here in San Diego for the little, most part. Little pockets, I think, in downtown San Diego, yeah. people getting trashed up. And, and it seems like a lot of the, the legit <clears throat> protesters are calling out a lot of the people that are trying to be agitators and break stuff. They'll actually go and grab them yeah, and, kick and them over them the down cops. And, let the, yeah. and let the cops do their job. And that's great because now you're working together and... And do that because you'll make more progress working together rather than ha- having one person be an agitator, go break a window, and maybe somebody else going, oh, sick, that looks great. I'm going to go try that too. And then it's a domino effect. So calling out that one person who is trying to be the agitator that's trying to destroy stuff and, and holding them and letting the police do their job, that's great. I, I say keep doing that uh, if you're at one of those protests. Yeah, uh, and then let's and then let's let's address that a little bit further because this is uh, this is last week on Monday when we were talking about this. We didn't we hadn't discussed. We didn't know how to how to go about this, how to talk about it. Um, should we? We've actually made a point since we started back in December. Uh, was this December or January? January. Or January. Like okay. We made a point not to talk about anything political. Anything that Trump was doing, we're like, eh, let's stay away from that. Uh, it just we're trying to be a distraction, trying to be something that you could go to, to enjoy yourself. Then COVID came. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how do you not talk about that? Uh, and I guess similar, similarly, how do you not talk about this? Right? So, um, last week, uh, that actually might've been one of the things that, uh, had led to Ted even leaving. He said that he thought we should have spoken up about it a little bit more, <clears throat> been a little bit more vocal. We didn't say anything really on like Twitter or anything like that. Shout out to Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer, what's up? <laughs> um, but uh, it's crazy, right? Like, what do, you, what do you do in times like these? I'm not vocal on, on social media whatsoever anyway. You know, all my time is spent as a dad. Uh, and when it comes time for promoting shows and promoting my own stuff, I have a hard time with that. So going on Instagram or going on, on Twitter, I don't feel like... And I only have like 700 followers on there. I don't feel like I have a voice that's worth listening to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think I have a voice that speaks to many people. Outside. I think whoever you're following, you're probably getting better information, better more, more quality insight on this stuff than I have to say about it. Um, you know, I think it's kind of crazy at this point because people are almost not turning on each other. But it's like if you haven't said something, it's like why haven't you said something? Why haven't you said something? Uh, everyone else has said it. I, I almost feel like it's like we're all on the same page, I think, right? But if you haven't said you're on the same page and people are like, oh, you haven't said you're on the same page, you must not be on the same page. What's up with that? 
which is which is kind of wild, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're if you're not outspoken about this kind of stuff. If you're not outspoken about anything, I'm not I'm not outspoken about anything outside of this podcast. Um, so for me, for you, like I know, <laughs> I, I don't feel like we have to say it, but uh, you know, obviously, what happened is not okay. Uh, I mean, the the protests and everything that's going on. It's a great way for Americans to voice their opinions and make some actual change. I feel like me retweeting something is an actual tr- change. Uh, if I'm retweeting other people's voices, I don't feel like that does anything. So that's why I don't really do it. But Ted had said that the podcast should be doing stuff. So uh, I think that is a good idea. I think we are going to try to give voices. I know we've, we've talked to some of our friends, uh, some of our wrestler friends, and let's try and keep it wrestling related. They can come on and maybe say some things. Um, and I talked with Jarrell Nelson. He's a good friend of ours. We've spent plenty of car rides with him going out to Arizona. Um, in LA and all over and you guys have seen him he wrestled uh, if you if you don't know him on the indies you certainly if you do know him on the indies you probably saw him at Defy uh, or Future Stars of Wrestling he was teaming with uh, Royce Isaacs for a while who's now they were uh, the 1% they were the 1% and I it, he's over on uh, Power now um, I tried to get us on the team I said we could be the 4% <laughs> so that's not how it works <laughs> um, you know Two percent for me. I'm a little heftier in the midsection. One percent for Mike, but no. Um, but there, there's a lot of things, a lot of causes, and this is what I mean. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not uh, involved in this. In this, uh, I don't know. It's not a charity, I guess. But it's a fundraiser. But um, Jarrell, uh, this is a voice that we can promote. This is something that we can do to help. So Jarrell is is uh, involved with Wrestling Cares right now. Defy is a part of that. Um, I think West Coast Pro Wrestling is, but. Um, they're raising money right now. And I think they, I was talking to them earlier today. Hey man, how can we help? How can we promote this? They raised, there was like $12,000, 10,000. They're trying to get to 10. And when I talked to him, he's like, oh shit, we're already up to 12. <laughs> wow, good for you. Later on in the day, he's like, hey, we're already up at 18. So we're trying to raise 20 grand now. Um, so good for them. But this is, this is, if you want to go donate, if this is, if you want to keep it wrestling related as well. Um, you can go to defywrestling.com. Uh, all the donations go to <clears throat> the Black Lives Matter Global Network, uh, National Bailout, Know Your Rights Camp, and, uh, and Fair Fight Action. So uh, that's one that a friend of ours supports and is involved with. I think it's probably a good one. Uh, if you are a friend of ours, uh, you have one that uh, you're a part of or would like to promote, hit us up and we'll make sure we get it on the show. Yeah, uh, Jarrell, like I said, he, he's a friend of Devin and I's in the wrestling business. Go support him out. You know, we, we like Jarrell. Go help him out. Um, here's what I'll say. Uh, I haven't been vocal about, uh, on, not vocal, but I haven't made a statement on social media. Why is that? Because I don't, I don't have to. Uh, free speech goes both ways. You are allowed to say what you want, and you're allowed to not say what you want. If I want to be silent, and I want to donate or help out in a different way that doesn't involve social media, I will, and I have. Uh, anybody wants to question what I've done, go ahead and you know, instant message me, DM me, and I'll show you what I've done. And I've done that on my own terms, and I've, uh, you know, I feel fine about what I've done for this whole process. And, you know, everybody, this is, this is a sensitive topic. It's a very sensitive topic and there's a lot of layers to it. If you think it's just a black and white thing, and I'm not saying like as far as like ethnicity, I'm saying a black and white issue, it's not. 
There's a lot of gray in it. There's a lot of gray in it. There's a lot of layers to it. So, and everybody has different experiences in life, and that's going to add up to uh, to how they come out and their opinions of this. And everybody's opinion might not line up exactly the same, and that's where you start to have people going, "Well, your 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 idea of what's going on doesn't line up exactly with me, so obviously you're not supporting." And it's like, no, there's just different experiences. There's different uh, life situations that go on. So I don't, I don't want to get into those, those arguments uh, on, on social media because I don't feel like it's a good platform to have discussion. And like Devin said earlier, we've invited uh, friends of ours to come on this show and, and talk about it if they want to. And as of right now, they've said that they don't feel comfortable, which is fine. You know, I'm not going to force somebody to come out here and talk about an issue that's this sensitive. Uh, if they and we told them, hey, the door's open. If you want to come on, talk about it. Feel free to come in. And also, if you don't feel comfortable talking about that issue, shit, we can come in talk about pro wrestling. I'll ask you if you shit your pants in the ring before, <laughs> and, and you know, we'll just stay away from it. It's fine. I'm not going to pressure anybody to make a statement that they don't want to. I'm going to say this: what happened to George Floyd obviously was not okay. It was not okay, uh, and I'll leave it at that. I, I support people protesting. I support those those police officers being brought up on charges, and they'll have their day in court, and we'll see what happens from there. And I don't support any uh, police officers that are uh, misusing the powers that they have been given, and that's about all I can say on that topic. Right. Let's support Black Lives Matter. Let's do it. Um, anyway, like we said, sorry we got off on that real long tangent, but we didn't address it last week. Uh, cost us a producer, <laughs> so um, you know. One and, look, and look how like that we just like went into like I just went down a vortex. Yeah, I just went. I don't even know where I came from. But that's what, that's what, what I went. You can't you can't have those conversations on. It's tough. Like I said, there's a lot of layers, man. There's a lot of layers. I don't know. What, I don't even know what I just said. I'm not. I want to find out when I when I re, re, fuck, you'll hear find this. out when you get canceled. But uh, we have <laughs> we have uh, you know uh, Hunter is. Former military. Military police, yes. Uh, we have, um, well, I don't know, I don't want to tell everyone who's been on the show that's former military, but there's other wrestlers that we plan on having back on the show that are military, and this is, you know, we've had questions about, like, police brutality, but also, like, fucking, are we becoming a military state? <laughs> like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, yeah. moving the military, the army, bringing the army in over to uh, to to Washington, D.C. to deal with the protesters. Fucking crazy times that we live in. Uh, anyway, sorry, We again, we've spent the last... Six months trying not to be political, and this is the, yeah. I mean, what I just said right now, I don't know what I just said, and I and you'll hear it back later. You go exactly. Ah, oh, god damn it! Just, I'll be like, that, Dev, that let's just pull the plug. We're fucked. You start talking about rape and everything. Here's the thing, Dev. I was talking about this earlier. I did not have social media prior to wrestling. Uh, did you have? <laughs> did, oh no, you you were in wrestling, and then social media came around, right? Uh, it was like the same time. Okay, so nice, I did not have space. So I did not have. Pro wrestling. I did not have a social media until pro wrestling. Then I was told. Then I was told, you have to have social media to help promote yourself in pro wrestling. Okay, I'll do it. Now I'm being told you cannot promote yourself in wrestling. You have to have a statement. You have to have a political. You have to take a stand on political political issues and social issues. And it's like, wait a minute. I thought this was for promoting pro wrestling. So it's kind of like. Well, where am I going now? I, I didn't try to... I don't want to be a... You know, a, political issues are tough, man. I come from the nightclub industry. 
two things you don't talk about, religion and politics. It'll never go well. Yeah, uh, well, well, it's not going to go well for this episode of the podcast. Record low uh, downloads. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> probably because Hunter's not here. But uh, anyway, I don't know where we go from there. I don't know either. I don't know. I was I was hoping we could do that in the beginning and then go into the show, but you were so excited to talk about wrestling uh, <laughs> that we went right into it. Can I ask you a question? Okay. <laughs> so we have a... You know, obviously, uh, there's a lot of looting and rioting. Have you ever been caught up, like, in a riot? No. I try to... Even in concerts, I try to stay out of the mosh pit. Do you? Oh, man, I love the mosh pits back when I was a kid. I'm surprised. I don't think they even, like, do that. I don't think the kids mosh pit. I think I moshed from, like, 15 to 19 and was over it. So I, uh, I've been caught up in two riots Mm -hmm. that I did not want to be in. And, uh, I, you know, but I was at an age where I was like, hey, this is kind of exciting. Did you just turn around and start chopping everyone? No, 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 no. (laughs) So the first riot I got caught up in, this is a, I was was about to tell you this on Saturday and I was like, it's a funny story. All right, that's true. And you're like, is this the party? Yeah. Okay. So my friend Travis, so I grew up in Ramona, California and one of my good friends that ran with my group, his name was Travis. And he had a, a party one year. The party was fantastic. It went off without a hitch. A lot of fun. We're like, hey, let's do another party the next year. His parents are out of town. I think I was 18 or 19. He's a couple years older than me, maybe like 20, 21. And, you know, my, 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 uh, my, my core group of friends back in high school and a few years uh, out of high school, the age range was probably like three years difference, you know. And so we're like, let's have this party. We met these girls down in San Felipe not too many months prior to that. They were living in Sacramento. They came all the way down just to come to this party. So the, we get there around like 6. I remember it's still kind of light out. And uh, a lot of kids start showing up. And a, uh, a police, a, a sheriff, uh, we have sheriffs up in, in Ramona. And a sheriff's officer rolls up and starts talking to Travis and said something about like, this better not happen if it is. Like he must have been having a bad night. He's he's like, if, if it does, I'm gonna have to come back and shut it down. And I guess he did, he wasn't saying it too nicely. And we're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Here comes more kids, man. It's probably like around eight thirty, nine o'clock, and this place is his house is packed, man. There must have been like two hundred, maybe two two fifty, three hundred kids there. And uh, I'm sitting in the in, in the I'm, I'm standing in the kitchen. I'm talking to a bunch of people. We're hanging out, and all of a sudden. I look towards like the hallway that that leads to the front door and there's 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 something hitting the roof of the house, the ceiling on the inside. And it's like all I hear is pop pop and I'm like holy fuck, somebody's letting off like like uh like uh bottle rockets in the house or some shit like that cuz you see little puffs of of smoke hitting uh hitting the ceiling. And all of a sudden you see this sheriff's officer Come around the corner like the goddamn Terminator, <laughs> and he's got his paintball gun. Oh my god! So this paintball uh, gun has—it's—I uh, it's, think it's like some kind of pepper. Is that standard issue? The paintball gun? Yeah, it is. Oh, I thought he was coming from like the paintball range with his actual paintball. No, gun. no, no. That's this is his little one. This is the one that you know during all these riots where they're kind of shoot like you know they're shooting people. This is what they're using, and he's got his uh, his paintball gun, and it's got this pepper that's in these uh, that are that's in the paintballs, and it's supposed to kind of make you cough. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm sorry, I'm leaving I'm leaving out a huge. Uh, huge part of the story. So prior to that, prior to that, okay, back it up probably about an hour, my older brother is in the living room and my older brother happened to be on probation at that time and I go, hey Dusty, 
Uh, I th- by the way, shout out to Dusty. <laughs> I this, I go the cops. Uh, I think the cops are here, Dusty. Maybe you should like get out of here. And he goes, Nah, fuck that. My brother was, wasn't the smartest when he was younger. Right, fuck. He was like, you know, fuck that. Fuck them. <laughs> he might be so mad at me after I told the story. So okay, fast forward. Sheriff's now is in the in the uh, house. He's shooting the roof with these paintball guns that are filled with some kind of uh, pepper that makes you tear up and have a tough time uh, breathing. Everybody starts flooding out the house. And I made my way to the garage. Now I'm standing outside of the garage and I'm looking into the garage, okay? And if I'm, I'm on the left-hand side of the garage, but I'm on the outside of it. And this officer has made his way into the garage and there's like motorcycles and all that kind of stuff in there. And he's yelling, he's shooting the crowd. Like he's shooting a lot of kids Jeez. with this. It's, 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 it's nuts, bro. It's nuts. So he, uh, <laughs> this kid named Chris, who was a little bit older, I guess he was 21 at the time. He tells the cops, Hey, I'm 21. I'm allowed to be drinking. And the cop goes, let me see your, your, uh, your ID. Chris goes, fine. I'm going to grab my ID. Goes to his back pocket. The cop lights his fucking ass <laughs> up, lights him up with this paintball gun. And by the way, guys, this is like 2000 when this happened. So it was 20 years ago. This is when paintball is cool. Yeah. Lights his fucking ass up. Pop, 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 pop. Chris starts running towards me. <laughs> he starts running towards me. Guess what the cop is doing? Shooting. Trailing him. Oh. Just lighting him up. Pop, pop, pop. And I'm like, fuck me. Side note. When I was 17 years old, I got shot in the eye with a paintball gun. I almost lost my vision in my left eye. So I'm like, fuck me. And I jump, so the left hand of the garage, on the left side of the garage, looking at it from the outside, that's the side door, or that's the side of the house. There's a gate. So you run out that he, so Chris runs around, runs out the garage, runs around me, and darts it back down the side of the house. The, the gate happened to be open. The, and they, they, he basically kind of runs around me because I dove into the little nook because I didn't want to get shot with the paintball gun. He runs behind me, starts, and I hear him start running down because there's little rocks. And you see, he starts running down uh, the side of the house. The cop is following. The cop trips as soon as he gets past the, uh, the, 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 the gate. And he's still firing as he's like three-quarter rolling, right? Pop, 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 pop. And I remember one of my other, he's, this guy was my neighbor. His name was Danny. He goes, fuck this cop. Let's go fuck him up. Oh, shit. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> So Danny and this, like, I think like a couple other dudes start like trailing this cop, start trailing his ass. And three seconds goes by and all I hear is pop, 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 the paintball gun going off. Then I see Danny and the two kids that were just chasing after the cop come running <laughs> back through the gate because they were just getting shot at by the cop. Okay. So at this point, I make my way to the top of the driveway, which is uh, about, you know, 25 yards it's uphill a little bit, and um, I see my brother getting led to a cop car <laughs> in handcuffs. There you go. And I'm like, here we go. Dusty got arrested again for some stupid-ass shit. And uh, <laughs> so here's what happened. Chris, the guy that originally got lit up by the cop, was wearing a yellow shirt and a red hat. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen... This was 2000. This must have been the style back then. Mm-hmm. My brother, that mm. exact same night, must have been, was wearing a yellow shirt and a red hat. Mm. Okay? 
So this is what happens. Chris darts it down the side of the house. Between Chris running down the side of the house and the sheriff's officer falling, doing the three-quarter roll and shooting, and then shooting back at the kids uh, fo- uh, following him because they were going to beat him up, my Jesus brother, Christ. my older brother, comes out the side of the door. The out, comes out the side door after Chris had already ran by. And now my brother is wearing the exact same thing that Chris basically is wearing. He's on his hands and knees coughing and almost throwing up because he's got so much of this, uh, this pepper stuff in his, in his lungs and in his mouth. The cop comes running up to my brother going, that must be the kid. <laughs> he runs up, kicks my brother in the stomach, shoots him once for good measures, <laughs> and arrests my brother. Mm. So my brother gets brought up to the car and he's arrested. Uh, and by this time, there's a lot of sheriffs that, that have arrived. There's a helicopter going off. Sweet. There's a helicopter above. Okay, a sheriff's uh, helicopter going, going around the house. I have two friends that somehow ended up on the roof. The helicopter <laughs> shines the light on them and is telling them, get off the roof. Two of my friends, they do like the movies, like where they jump off the side of the building. And they roll. And they flipped. <laughs> yes, they were like, we just ran off the side of the house or ran, ran, ran off the, the, the roof. Anyways, uh, my brother... <laughs> Did they escape? Yeah, they, 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 they were fine. <laughs> my brother gets put in the back of the car, right? And he's all fucked up from this pepper shit in his lungs. Uh, another girl, uh, her name's Kira, that I, I went to high school with. Uh, shout out to Kira. She once uh, jumped in when I was getting jumped by uh, some dudes. She helped, she helped me fight them. Um, she, uh, I, I got some fun high school stories. She, uh, she goes up to, my, to, the, to the squad car... It opens up the car door the, to my brother. That way my brother gets some fresh air. Bam. You know what that's called? Mm. Lynching. Ooh. Yeah, that's called lynching. Weird, mm. right? Yeah. Um, bam, she's arrested. She's trying to help somebody get, uh, get, get out of police custody. She's arrested. So bottom line, like 17 kids got arrested at this party. Uh, I think one person threw a beer bottle at a sheriff's officer that busted over his head. And they considered this a riot. There was kids everywhere, like dispersed amongst the uh, trees. The, the no, no, no. This is a, the, uh, this part of the uh, this Ramona. is a ranch. This part of Ramona is uh, is very much uh, residential. Okay. But anyways, they considered it a riot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a hell of a party. Wow. Hell of a fucking party. And my brother couldn't fight the charges. And I was like, why not? Just fucking fight the charges. You have Chris. Chris said, you know, admitted that he's the one that was getting chased. And I don't know what happened, but he had to plead guilty. <laughs> he straight up <laughs> pled guilty. And, uh, yeah, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. You could, it was a lot more fun back then. Good times. Good but times. that was my riot. And then I have a second riot uh, <laughs> that I got caught up in. It was on the beach. Remember when you... Uh, no, you're probably too young. So you used to be able to drink in Pacific Beach. Yeah, on the beach. You, you, must, you used to be able to drink on the beach. Mm-hmm. So it was Labor Day weekend in Pacific Beach. And... Uh, I'm out there with a bunch of people I work with in the nightclub industry, and it's, it's you know a lot of fun. All of a sudden, it was rowdy, man. I remember there's no police presence. There's a very compared to like uh, Memorial Day, July Fourth, even Labor Day. Prior to that, you always saw heavy police presence on on uh, uh, four wheelers in the cars, on horses, horses. Mm. But th- for some reason, horses, there, horses. <laughs> there wasn't um, that police presence this time around. Yeah. 
And so what you get is a lot of people that flock to uh, San Diego, uh, the beach communities, mm-hmm. like Pacific Beach uh, in particular, because you're allowed to drink on the beach. And those weekends are insane. It's nothing but uh, easy up tents and kegs. And you can't even see the sand because there's so many people on the beach. Please tell me this ends with them coming in like Normandy. <laughs> coming kinda, from the kinda, sea. Kind of. <laughs> so um, I remember one year, right? This is how popular it used to be a drink on the beach on big weekends. I saw Pauly Shore just roaming around. Me and my best friend were standing there. Cliff, what up, Cliff? Um, <laughs> Your friends don't listen to this podcast. They do, they do. Uh, and I, I look over and I go, that looks like Polly Shore. And Polly Shore had a Got Milk hat on. And it was just standing there by himself looking around. And we're like, that's so Polly Shore. That guy owned the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Right? Anyways, I digress. Uh, so we're standing there. All of a sudden, some kids get rowdy. And they take one of the police officers that's on a four-wheeler. He was breaking up something. I can't remember what. He was trying to arrest somebody for something that they did. And some other jack-off grabs the four-wheeler and pushes it into the goddamn ocean, right? Mm. That doesn't really go over too well. So police officer tries to go over and arrest him. All of a sudden, people start throwing stuff at this police officer. Oh, shit. Start popping shit off. It's like, the Hogan it's crazy. Hill turn, right? It's, it's crazy. Red, red yeah. cups going at him. It's crazy. <laughs> so a lot of stuff is happening. All of a sudden, police officers start showing up, start showing up. And with those same paintball guns that I told you about earlier, start shooting kids to back them off. And, uh, you know, they had full-on riot gear by the, by the end of this. Jesus. And I, I'm standing over the side of my, all my, like, the people that I work with. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. But we couldn't get out of there because the cops were blocking the path. Because the keg was too heavy. But also, no, we didn't have a keg. But also because people were throwing stuff at the cops. But it was nuts, man. And that was the, uh, that was the day that uh, drinking on the beach... No mass. I knew immediately. I was like, there's no way they're going to allow drinking on the beach after this. <laughs> so I was talking to the cops afterwards because I knew a lot of cops. Um, I was talking to them afterwards at work uh, that, a couple days later. And they were like, yeah, all those Gatorade bottles filled up with sand and all that stuff. That wasn't bad. You could see those things coming. This is back in the day when people still had boom boxes. Oh, and people were taking out batteries. Like the, the, Ooh, uh, was it the double D, yeah, the yeah, double yeah, D yeah. batteries. And the chucking those. Yeah, the, and chucking those motherfuckers. Mm. And the, the cops couldn't see those things coming. Oh. So you get pelted with those things, and, and those would really bang you up. Sweet. But anyways, that was two riots I've been in. But I didn't partake in either of them. I didn't do anything bad. I just kind of was like, happened to be caught up in it. Yeah. All right. I lived a life, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no riots for me, man. Uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty straight-laced kid. Uh, you know, didn't, didn't hide from a police helicopter on a roof. Um, no, I got nothing. I'm going to pull a, I'm going to pull a hunter on this one. Yeah, I I got nothing on that. Devin's hot take right there. (laughs) Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I guess we got to get back on like pro wrestling because I I think so. We're a pro wrestling themed podcast. Well, do we have, I I almost don't have anything else to add. I think that was so heavy. I'm like drained from that conversation that we had. We talked a little bit about wrestling. We talked about partying and riding. Is there anything else? I don't know when there's any other (sighs) matches coming. I don't know any other shows that are coming up. I know gyms are apparently opening pretty soon, which is pretty awesome. And hear. as a body guy, I'm very excited about that. Uh, um, I don't. Uh, yeah, is there anything like really going on in pro wrestling? Uh, New Japan is coming back next Monday. Oh, new, we're talking about J- Japanese wrestling with a crowd. And who do we uh, got here? They're going to start off with no crowds apparently, and then they're going to go to fifty percent after that. Oh well, fuck. You know what? We might as well talk about my home promotion, DDT. I just yeah, saw that they had their Peter that. Pan event. Let's talk about uh, that. today with uh, with Endo. 
versus, oh shit, what's his name? Ted, Ted, mm, I can't remember his name. Endo was there. He was my roommate when I was over there. Guy's fucking shredded in incredible shape. Won some kind of title. <laughs> I don't remember which one. <laughs> I saw it online. I'm like, oh, that was a sick spot. Oh, he's got he's got a belt now. Good for him. Uh, but that Peter Pan was a, a mat, that was like their like their Wrestle Kingdom event. Uh, basically, they were selling out massive arenas for that. Not just not just like Cork and all. Like I'm talking about big ass arenas. Yeah. Um, and uh, that one, you know, that was an empty arena match, empty arena show, from what I could tell. So New yeah. Japan coming back is kind of interesting because if the with the other ones already back, I would imagine that they should. Should have already been doing theirs. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Or you would think they could buy a tiny studio and do something? But I guess we have to think a lot of their talent they would fly in too. So there hasn't really been the ability uh, to travel. I don't know if there is, still is or isn't. But. What's interesting uh, interesting about New Japan is they're they're a brand that I think works well. I mean, it's a sports themed pro wrestling product, right? So it almost works better. The crowd is great, right? You have the energy and you feed off of that, but it's... I don't know that it takes away too much from the product in the ring. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It's... That's a strange one. I, I think the fan, the reaction, the, seeing the fan base kind of does help out. Oh, it absolutely helps, but I'm saying their story, their stories in the, that they tell in the ring are not specific to the crowd. It's not necessarily like they're playing the crowd the whole time. Unless yeah. it's like a swerve or something. Yeah. Their matches are like actually, you know, when you're watching, you're like, fuck, it looks like an actual contest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How often are they taunting to the crowd and trying to get the crowd to jeer something or... Yeah, yeah, they don't really give a shit about that. It's more about like the combat aspect. Yeah, so that's what I'm, yeah combat, there you go. So as a combat sport feel to it, I think, it, mm. I think they'll do fine. Yeah, 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 yeah probably. How do you guys feel about Will Osprey looking like WWE Hammerstone? Jesus Asia. Christ! Yeah, Will Osprey looks like Hammerstone. Dude, I, what so, the fuck? So Osprey like took a photo of himself and he's all gas to the gills right now. <laughs> and I, uh, I, 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 I took a picture of it and I messaged it to Hammer and I go, Yo, Osprey is like three workouts away from stealing <laughs> from from, uh, from gimmick infringement. <laughs> and Hammer was like, I get tagged in every single one of his pictures, but and I told him, Listen, Hammer. You drop some fucking pounds, you start doing some flippy boy stuff, and you steal his fucking gimmick. There you go. If he's going to come up and wait, you go down and wait. There you go. And you start doing some flips. That's right. Yeah, I've lost so much weight. I'm, I'm neck and neck with Zack Sabre Jr. right now. I think my legs are a little hairier than his. Um, I, don't, I don't shave mine anymore because I'm a body guy and I wear high-waisted tights. But, uh, yeah, Hammer's going up and Osprey's going up to catch him. And I'm going down really? to, to catch... Uh, Saber. What were you saying, Adam? You said no. I was going to ask you because you guys were talking about fans. How do you feel about like uh, fans? I hate WWE it. and AEW have done the thing now where they've literally put workers in the crowd. That's fine. Yeah, I mean you got to do something with them. You're paying them to do something, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what else would you do? Play music over it? You could do a music video match. Yeah. Play that way. The highlight reel would be real nice. It's already got <laughs> the music built into it. Um, I, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I understand the the reason behind it. And Didn't plus, they put... Pl- uh, they're getting paid. Pl- they're getting paid. Pexi, plexiglass. They have huge plexiglass. As, as far as... I don't... I haven't watched WWE in a while. I think that's kind of a cool look. Just for like moving forward, if you had plexiglass. Like yeah. You could play off of that. You just like throw them into the... Uh, do they, are they doing they, that? What? The plexiglass? Are they like throwing them into the oh, plexiglass? Oh, they did every... Like they waited like a week in between spots where they threw people through plexiglass. Yeah, so okay, you're making a little something out of it. I think that's kind of interesting. This is like like Devin and I, like we... When's the last time you watched like wrestling? Uh, <coughs> Mania. Yeah? 
I watched a little. I think I watched a little bit of AEW. I, I watched some AEW. I watched the whatever's on like on Twitter. If I go on Twitter and it's, yeah, like that's that's kind of what I, I like watched. I'll find, like, oh, there's a match I on there. I saw. Um, I'll, I'll bring this up. Uh, Kevin Cross. Uh, what's his name? What are they calling him now? Carrion Cross. Carrion Cross. I saw. There looks like they're doing something really good with him. Um, they're, they're, they got a rocket strapped to him, right? Because they're they're shooting him up pretty fast in NXT. Uh, he was at my tryout, and nice guy. I've only met him a handful of times. Very nice guy, though. I've heard nothing but good things about him. Um, but I think that's great what they're doing with him. I hope they they, they can keep that momentum uh, because he's got a great look. Uh, he he has a very good uh, grasp of what his character is, and I heard he had a little bit of a short match with Tommaso. Yeah, he pretty much squashed oh. him. As much as you can do, you can ski squash them. You beat the shit out of him, yeah. right? That's fine. Good. Put him over huge. Um, Not everything can be 50-50. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, some of the fun stuff that I've been enjoying talking about lately. like So I saw clips from the In Your House, the NXT In Your House. Yeah, I like how they uh, they re- recreated the set. Right. But I think Adam actually brought it up. Was Have you seen what Randy Orton's saying about this shit? No, what's he saying? Dude, it's so funny. Adam, do you have a tweet? I can read the tweet. Okay, so he's just trolling at this point. But he's outward, (laughs) but like trolling the locker room. And I think people are actually legit taking offense, and it's fucking hilarious. His tweet last night was, Heard, you can read it. All right, this is what Randy Orton says. He said, Heard hashtag WWE NXT takeover in your house was great. Slapping my leg for you guys. Sincerely, hashtag leg slap. Uh, I saw that. Yes, I saw that. But there's more. Do you have the other ones? Oh, with Ciampa? <clears throat> yeah, and his response to Ciampa? Ciampa says, uh, My daughter has been having trouble sleeping. Luckily, I found a remedy. Randy Orton match is better than NyQuil. Sincerely, an entire locker room who busted their asses. Do you have uh, Randy's response to that? I can find it. This is such a good fucking response, too. It's just He just doesn't even care, and it's so funny to me. Here's the response. Ready? Looks like I hurt the feelings of the self-appointed locker room leader of a wrestling school. Let me know what time... <laughs> Let me know what time hashtag leg slap classes start so I can take my game to the next level. Holy shit. I think there's one more thing that he said about... Someone else said something about leg slaps, too. His wife got involved in it and just got... Ah, Jesus. It's kind of weird, right? That they're doing that. It's funny. It's funny. It's a a great little banter, but like... I think he's serious. I mean, I think they're really pissed at each other. Well, I mean, you're really really exposing when you like say like hashtag leg slaps and all that kind of stuff. I don't think he gives a shit. Well, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck, obviously. Like, the guy's got like tenure with with WWE. Even if he got like fired. Can you imagine Taker doing that? (laughs) Taker (laughs) just... When the Hardys came up, just tweeting like, okay, he's fucking jokes. Um, Yeah. Randy Orton's a fucking badass. I mean, the guy's... He's been what twenty years in fucking WWE. Still looks good. Yeah, obviously, he's sharp. Fucking on the <laughs> on the Twitter. Yeah, man, good for him, dude. He's good. He's the hammerstone of the WWE locker room. Possibly on Twitter. Possibly, possibly. Um, <clears throat> all right, we covered more wrestling. Are you good? <laughs> Do you have anything else? I don't know. Is there anything else like uh, going on um, in the world or anything like that? I don't think that. I, I don't think so, man. I'm kind of exa- I'm still thinking about that rant. That I went on earlier. It's bad. It's bad. And see, I'm like, oh, God, how see, much fucking hate am I going to get for something that I'm not even sure what I just said? Here's the problem. When we had Ted on the show, we could say, hey, did we? Did that come off right? And Ted Edit would, that out. And Ted would go, you know what? It didn't. Do you want to te- try and say it again? And then we could salvage it uh, if we fucked it up somehow. Or, yeah, he could edit something out. By the way, that sucks. I feel bad for whoever we interview next because they can't. 
We've had so many people come on. They're like, "Please don't say that." I have contracts, <laughs> depending, on, I have contracts depending on it. Don't say that. Yeah, no. You know what? I shouldn't have said that. Can you take that out? Yeah, we can take it out. Yeah, we take it out. So uh, if you're coming on the show again, we cannot take it out. I'm, an, I'm not inept. I can take things out if you need me to take them. He's out. not yeah, inept. He's but he's out. You know, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. We keep it. I th- I don't think I said anything too terrible. I think I just went on. So I, I I was I was. I had a goal, and somehow I got thrown. Like I took a hard left or a hard right. I can't remember which direction it was, and I got sidetracked. And I couldn't get back on. See, you can't even say left or right. Yeah, because I'm not even sure if I went left or right. You went higher. You went low. I might have gone low or high. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. The fine. point is, this was a tough episode. <laughs> this was, and that and that's it for our <laughs> political. <laughs> yeah. Careers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else to add on it. You want to... Like I said... Well, go ahead. I was about to say... Let's put over Jarrell's thing again one more time. Yeah. Uh, like Jarrell. It was a good one. Uh, what was it? DefyWrestling.com? Let me just make sure. Yeah. Go to DefyWrestling.com and you can donate there. So this is this is donating to the, the Black Lives Matter cause, but it's also wrestling theme. Wrestling Cares is helping out with this. So... Uh, donations are going to Black Lives Matter, Global Network, uh, National Bailout, Know Your Rights Camp, and uh, the Fair Fight Action. By the way, have you seen any of the Know Your Rights Camp stuff? Uh, isn't that Kaepernick's <laughs> thing? What's that? Isn't that Kaepernick's thing? Or, no. Right? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I don't know. I saw some Know Your Rights stuff for people. I think that was what it was for going out. If you're protesting, like knowing your rights when you're going out there, so they yeah. can't, you can't get fucked with, basically. It's some smart stuff. But. Uh, uh, I, can't <coughs> I can't remember if I, I looked up that one. Oh. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, sorry if we did that wrong. <laughs> That's why we don't. That's why we tried not to do it. I don't, know if I, I don't know what I'm saying it right or wrong. I support yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement. I want, you know, I want equal rights. Obviously, want, nobody want, likes police brutality. Yeah, and being fucking targeted is shitty, and, you know, I want people to, I want this world to be a better place, and I think that's why people are protesting, is so that this man has it will got, be a better taste, this, this man, better place. This man, the kaiju, has got a daughter that he would like to bring up in a a, a, a better world. Yeah, that would be so, nice. So, uh, keep doing what you're doing, because I think that's helping. All you guys protesting, keep doing it if you want to do it, and uh, like I said earlier... Anybody trying to get out of line, be agitators, and, and take away from what the uh, the the message is, get them out of there and, and, and turn them over to the police. That way the police can, can take care of it and, and, and get them out of there and, and do their job. Ted, can you <laughs> set up so it sounds better? All right. Uh, that's all we've got time for right now. Not really. We have two more hours, but we're not going to use it. Um, what are we uh, putting over? What are we putting over? Uh, Ten Barrel Brewing Pub Beer Cheap Fun Beer What's up? <laughs> the social accounts That we need to take Control of now uh, At Hogsman Pod On Twitter And Instagram uh, You can find The YouTube channel It's Hogsman Pod Just type or in Hogsman podcast. And the website Hogsman Podcast Hogsman Pod I don't know Hogsman At Hogsman I, I don't know man Look, I guarantee You go to Yahoo Or any kind of search engine right now You type in Hogsman your boys are showing up. Here's here's what we can do. And it, okay, this is a little test. We'll test this real quick. Okay, so um, again, I said part of the reason I didn't say anything on Twitter uh, is because I just don't think I have. I'm not a smart person to be talking about this stuff. There's people with way better voices and are saying smarter things than me, and I would just be uh, noise in there in your in your timeline. Um, but here's how we can help. Um, go to uh, prowrestlingtees.com/slash/americankaiju. Buy a Hogsman shirt. Uh, I'll donate any proceeds from that to uh, the Defy Wrestling 
Uh, we'll send it to Jarrell's. We'll send it to, yeah, we'll send it to Jarrell's, to Jarrell's cause there. Uh, I think that's awesome. Send it to defywrestling.com. Either donate there or buy a Hogsman shirt, and we'll donate all the proceeds to that as well. Um, oh, another thing. Let's not... Uh, it's the uh, it's uh, <clears throat> June, which is LGBT awareness. Am I right. correct or something like that? Yeah. But it's for the LGBT community. No, they ain't been getting no love this month. They've kind of been, you know, taking the, the, the back seat. <clears throat> Go donate to them. Help them out. I usually bartend every year at the Pride event that happens in San Diego. It's a lot of fun. You wear um, your Joey Ryan uh, Pride shirt, right? I, I tried to one year. It showed up a little late. Okay. So I wasn't able to. Okay. I would have wore it this year, but I don't, I, I don't think it's There's a pandemic. Happening. There's a pandemic going on. So, But that's a lot of fun. I, I do that every year, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. But, hey, go help them out. I, uh, you know, I support... Uh, the LGBT community, you know, like there's a lot of letters now, so I can't. I don't. I, there's, you were on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> Ted, fix that. Anyway, I think there's a Q in there. I'm not sure what the there Q is. is. What's LGBTQ? Oh, is that what a. it is? Yeah. LGBTQ. Q A A after Q. What does the A stand for? Oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, asexual. Maybe. I don't know. I remember mm-hmm. one year. Uh, it was, the last, it was the last year I had a shirt it was made by 10 Barrel and it was called the LGBT IB, IPA okay 10 Barrel made a uh, uh, an IPA <clears throat> that they sold at this pride uh, event in San Diego I swear to God if I had that shirt in stock right behind me behind the bar mm-hmm. I would have sold fucking 30 of those really? things I would have the merch table would have been real profitable nice. that night everybody was coming up to me and like where do I get that shirt where do I get that shirt and I'm like I don't really know. I think Timberwolf Brewing probably has it on their website. Hit it up. But anyways, somebody, one of the one of the the, the females came up and saw it's LGBT, and she goes, "Oh, it's missing a few of a, a few of the letters." And I'm like, "Oh, which ones?" And she goes, "I don't know. There's so many now." And I'm just like, "Oh, okay. Like, yeah. If you can't keep track, then I obviously cannot keep track either. Like, yeah. it's hard to. I mean, hey, whatever though. I support as long as you're not hurting anybody. You're living the life you want to. I support it." That's all I can say on that. All right. That can, being said, we just went out of, down another goddamn vortex like that. <laughs> Where did we go? What just happened in the past two minutes? Um, I mean, another rant. I feel. I feel like we can't go from an LGBT talk to to do whatever you want with your life to the tip and the hog thing. I feel like it's like. But that's what. <laughs> that's why Adam's gonna close it out with that. Okay. All right, Adam, take it away. What? Ah, damn it. Okay. That's going to do it for this week. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Sorry uh, for not addressing this earlier and for doing a poor job of explaining ourselves <laughs> in the middle of this one. More credit. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. Um, we're on a few other platforms, too. I can't remember what. Uh, Steel Cage Radio. I heard, are we on iHeart? Might, we might be. I don't know. Steel Cage Radio? Fuck. What's the last time we promoted Steel Cage Radio? Go support uh, Still Cage Radio. There's other podcasts on there that you can download as well. Yeah. Um, they're helping us out a great deal. Getting some exposure. Getting some exposure bucks. So There's no uh, no shows coming up that I'm aware of. No shows coming up. Uh, unemployed again this weekend. How about you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. And, uh... Oh! Ah, fuck it. We'll save it for next time. All right. Well, <laughs> if, uh... If you think you, uh, you're you just going to get the tip, what do they, they got to take? You got to take the whole hog. Adios. Fuck, Fuck Andy Brown. <laughs>